Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another mini episode talking about this Halo series. Look, I watched episode two, so I, I, I'm now I'm up to speed. But here's the thing. I, I, I probably should have qualified this with the episode one mini. So I'm, I'm, while I'm like super into like the, the lore of Halo, it's very specifically during a certain era. Because after, I guess after about Halo 4, my interest started dropping pretty hardcore. In fact, midway around the Halo 3 area is when I kind of even then was starting to lose a little bit of interest because it seemed like a lot of the the lore they had established was kind of changing. They were making some retcons that to me made it feel a little less interesting, specifically around the concept of the Forerunners. All right, now, admittedly, you know, spoilers obviously for episode two, spoilers for Halo and all that kind of good stuff. And, you know, part of this is I'm kind of assuming that you, dear listener, and I are on the same page, that we both know enough about Halo going into the series that I can speak without having to define every little thing, okay? But that being said, I'll still try to give a little bit of context here, right? So Halo series, you had the Forerunners, right? This was this group of people that created these massive super weapons that would eventually go on to eradicate all life in the known universe. Uh, yeah. So, you know, sounds like pretty bad dudes, but at the same time, it's because of the fact they're dealing with this big, huge virus that has kind of become live and active and consuming the world and they needed to starve it, uh, starve, starve this plague in order to, to destroy it and basically start over all uh, not even just humanity, but really all life in the universe. They, they, they go full Thanos. You know what? That's what they do. They go full Thanos. And in Halo 1, in the first video game, it is strongly implied that Master Chief and potentially humanity as a whole are themselves the forerunners. That perhaps that it was an early version of humanity, that humanity, of course, was the architect of its own destruction. You know, a little tried and true storyline, something we've seen before. But, you know, it works. And then on top of that, there's some language in that uh, game that kind of imply that perhaps there may even be some time travel shenanigans at play. And, you know, when there's time travel shenanigans, I am all on board. I am like, sign me up. I'm first in line. I'm here for it. However, that was never necessarily confirmed. And I don't necessarily know that that was ever a direction they were going to go with it. But it was fun to kind of play around with the, the theories back then. One of the things that did become clear, though, throughout the series is that all of this alien technology, these, these super weapons that the Covenant have kind of developed an entire religion around, can only be operated by humans. Again, kind of speaking to that, that idea that the Forerunners are humans, or they were humans. And so, therefore, only humans can be able to operate things. All right, so I'm, I'm getting back to the theory that I had after that last episode that the or the person, the lady, whatever she is, the, that the Covenant has this person and that my original thought was that she's Halsey. That she's a Halsey clone. Now we see, in fact, she's a Spartan. And not only that, but in this series, we're starting to get the idea that this is a bit of a change from the video games. It's not humans that can operate Covenant technology. It is specifically Spartans. So here's my theory. 
right now, okay, as it, as it relates to all this. For one thing, obviously the covenant, it makes sense that the covenant would want a Spartan uh, to be able to operate this technology. They've got this whole religion around it. Even, you know, the the mercy and the flying, you know, giraffe people guys, I forget what their, their species is called, but regardless, they are unable to operate the entire, you know, all of this technology. They need a Spartan to it. It's actually a great idea. Aside from the fact that it allows you to have a covenant character that's not as budget heavy as a big CGI character <laughs> in the mix. It's also, it makes just a lot of sense that they would actually have somebody that they've programmed or kind of like, you know, brought up in this kind of cult-like environment to be the one to operate all of this technology. They need that. It, it makes total sense. So I think it's, I think it's a retcon that, that makes a lot of sense. The fact that they're doing this other retcon though, that it's the Spartans specifically that can operate the technology as opposed to all humanity. To me, I think that speaks to who the forerunners are going to be in this series. And my hope is that the forerunners in this television show are going to be what the forerunners were always originally intended to be in the games before they veered off wildly. And I think that the forerunners are humanity at its peak existence, evolution, advancement, what have you. And if that's what the Spartans represent, we got Halsey kind of talking about that, that Spartans are kind of like, you know, she's pushing towards the next evolution of humanity. Well, I think that the forerunners represent that pinnacle of humanity. And there is something about the Spartans, especially being this kind of combination of tech and flesh, like being, you know, mechanically enhanced. It is something about that that represents a version of humanity at its zenith that perhaps the forerunners were. So that's currently my theory as it relates to what's going on there. And also just kind of speaking into some of the retcons that they've started to, you know, layer in here. Another thing is with the Cortana. By the way, I love this concept, okay? That Cortana, first of all, Cortana was always kind of pulled from a, you know, cloned brain of Dr. Halsey. That is, that's always been the case. But the notion of why this is going on, that Halsey is actually looking to, like, not only has she, like, taken these kids from their families, turned them into super soldiers, and they don't go into this in the show yet, but they're, if, if they're true to form, not only did they, she steal these kids from their families, but she also replaced them with clones, of their kids that would eventually go on to die young. So, I mean, like just all kind like, you know, how I said moral gray, this is in the darker form of that gray all the way to, to some extent to black. Cause you're essentially like creating these, these clone children to essentially expire quickly. Um, and you know, you're robbing, you know, parents, their kids and all. Anyway, point is, so not only has she done this, okay. She's, she's got these kids. She does all these operations on them. Only a few people actually survive this. And then with those few people, she like brainwashes them to control them. And so now the one piece of humanity they have left, they're conscious. She's now replacing with an AI clone of herself. Like this, it's crazy. And this is the thing that I find fascinating about Halsey as a character. And I don't, I didn't touch on this in the first episode, but this is really what it comes down to. Like she's such an evil person but she's on the good guys side right the quote-unquote good guys side now this series is doing something interesting where they're really kind of analyzing and taking a look at the unsc and painting them as villains which was never done in the games and 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 but but should have been like that's the thing like everything that we know about them and especially about these characters halsey in particular is relatively villainous and so I, I've always found her as a very fascinating character because in the game she is, you know, on paper, nothing about this person seems like a good person, but they're always are like, but they're presented as somebody who's on the side of the angels, right? Like they're the sharp sword to some extent. And so 
I'm I'm fascinated by this. I'm really looking forward to how they explore this. Um, another potential retcon that we may be looking at here is, for one thing, Halsey seems uh, younger than she should be in this point in the timeline, which is fine. Uh, it also, you know, I think Halo Reach, I, I doubt they're going to dive too deep into that story. I don't know if we'll end up seeing those characters or not. My guess is probably no. In fact, the fall of Reach, which surely will be explored in this series, uh, my guess is probably season one will probably culminate in the fall of Reach. I could be wrong. It could be the entire series culminates in the fall of Reach. But the fall of Reach ends with basically Cortana being brought to Master Chief. And so if they stick with that, I, I have a feeling we're going to end this season one with Cortana and Master Chief kind of coming together at the fall of Reach or right after the fall of Reach, which in the game anyway, Chief wasn't really there. He was like in a ship. <laughs> he was an NPC in a ship. Now, in the books, it's probably totally different. He may have been in space. I don't know. I didn't read the book. I can't recall. Or maybe I did read the book, but it was a long time ago, so I don't I don't quite recall that. Anyway, all that to be said, I'm I'm still stoked. I have no problem with these little uh, you know, retcons and changes they've done to everything. I think it's pretty awesome, pretty great. Want to hear y'all's thoughts on it? Let us know. Uh, you can tweet in uh, hashtag Halo TV Talk. By the way, do you like these little minis? Or do you not like these little minis? Let me know as well. Um, if you do, I might do a couple of them. I was thinking about, you know, watching Moon Knight. Maybe I'll do a couple minis for Moon Knight. They're not going to replace the main show. Like, we're going to do a main episode on kind of the season as a whole. But I don't know. Could be could be fun. I called it micro last time. I'm calling it mini this time. I don't know. I got a mini coops on the mind, and so I went with mini. Eh, well, we'll we're figuring it out as we go along. Uh, but again, let us know. Head over to TV Talk FM on Twitter. That's Twitter at, or rather, that's at TV Talk FM on Twitter. Use the hashtag Halo TV Talk. Let us know your thoughts. That's it for me for now, but don't worry. We'll be back in a flash. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.